Welcome to Universal Man, where we turn your flight into fight so that you can master yourself and conquer your goals. My name is Mark Weppett, and I am here to help you sharpen your masculine edge so that you can cut through the resistance that's holding you back from living on the front lines of life and being a man that you admire. And today we are back with another episode of the Sexual Self Mastery series. At this point in the series, I think we've covered the majority of the kind of intro topics around quitting porn, uh, you know, quitting masturbation, uh, going through this rebooting process, rewiring your brain, and that sort of thing. And so now it's time to take things to the next level of depth. We're going to start looking at the internal mechanics. And this is personally my favorite kind of stuff. I think this is where things get really interesting. Uh, but if you haven't watched the previous stuff in the course, I don't know if this is all going to make a lot of sense to you. Because uh, if you're still on the surface of things, um, you know, it, it doesn't make a lot of sense to dive right into the deep end. But I guess this isn't even fully the deep end because we're going to start things off by really looking at just how to manage your emotional energy, kind of in general, okay? Uh, and you can break it down in terms of your positive energy and your negative energy, basically your positive emotions and your negative emotions. And you need to learn how to create a proper balance of both of these. A lot of people mistakenly think it's all about you know being negative and tough with yourself or it's all about being super positive and optimistic. And really it's neither of these things. And so that's what I'm gonna be talking about in this video, how to properly balance your positive and negative emotion. Basically, unless you learn how to utilize both sides of this kind of emotional circuitry, you're going to be leaving a lot of power untapped. Most guys struggle to quit porn because they aren't building the right habits to replace porn. If you want to learn the simple habit replacement system I've used to help thousands of men quit porn and develop self-mastery, then click the link in the description below and download my free Reboot Regimen Guide. Okay, so the core problem that we're looking to solve in this video is what I would call an emotional imbalance. And before you be like, oh, that sounds pretty woo-woo, you know, you gotta, gotta tell me to balance my chakras, man, you know, like, no, it's not like that. Once I explain it, I think it's gonna make a lot of sense. So let's start by looking at sort of the problem states that I see regularly in my, you know, work of coaching, helping guys quit porn and that kind of thing. Um, you know, a very common situation is I see guys that are way too negative, okay? And this is understandable. And what I mean by way too negative is that they got too much of the negative emotion flowing through them in this process. So they have a lot of fear of relapse. They got a lot of fear of what's going to happen to them if they don't quit porn. Um, they got uh, anxiety about, you know, what if I, you know, what if I screw this up? What if I can't do it? Um, they have uh, a lot of maybe resentment toward their past behavior and maybe even a lot of anger involved as well. All kind of, you know, typical negative emotions. Uh, you know, obviously there can be more in there too, like sadness and loneliness and all that kind of stuff. And they're just one big ball of negativity. And in a lot of ways, this is very understandable. I mean, uh, you know, an addiction to porn and masturbation or sex or whatever uh, can cause a lot of problems. So it makes sense that you might be a little upset. And if you don't figure this thing out, well, yeah, there's some very serious consequences that, you know, matter <laughs> and you're not going to be happy about them, right? But the issue with being too negative, well, I mean, these issues are pretty well known. I mean, if you're too negative, then you're going to be pessimistic. You're going to be thinking that you're going to fail and then you're going to create, well, you know, the increase the likelihood that you do fail, right? Uh, you know, if you don't think you can succeed, well, chances are you're not really going to give it a good effort, right? So you don't, it can help you or it can cause you to be overly pessimistic. Okay. Um, too much negative ener energy can cause like way too much stress and anxiety. And 
that's a big problem because one of the main things that people use porn and masturbation to cope with is stress and anxiety and other negative emotions. They use it as an instant feel-good button. So if your mindset is creating more negative energy than you can handle, well, then, you know, you're just going to make yourself want to use porn more. And then if this negativity starts getting directed specifically at yourself for your mistakes and shortcomings and not being good enough and that sort of thing, well, that can lead to some serious self-rejection where you ultimately end up treating yourself poorly. You, you stop thinking you're worth the effort or worthy of the reward of going through this process because, you know, quitting porn and mastering yourself and all this kind of stuff, it's hard and you got to decide that you're worth it. So if you're really down on yourself, you're not going to feel worth it. And then you're going to be like, well, if I can't be good, if I can't get that good stuff, well, I might as well get some pleasure, right? Now, I think it's common in our culture for people to understand that being too negative is a bad thing. But the flip side is also true. If you're too positive, that can be equally as unhelpful. Now, don't get me wrong. Positivity is great and we all need it. But when you take it too far, which I think a lot of people do, uh, it ultimately becomes a repressive act. You start lying to yourself about the seriousness of your situation and the seriousness of the consequences. Either that or you just ignore it. You know, you just keep putting, uh, you know, these rose tinted glasses on. And you, you know, because of that, you lose a lot of your edge. You lose a lot of your motivation. You actually end up seriously limiting how hard you can kind of push yourself in order to make a sustainable change. Now, sometimes, but not always, uh, I see people who fall on being too positive. Uh, they may rely on some chemical means to help enhance their positivity, like marijuana and alcohol, to keep the good vibes flowing. So let's break down the problems with being too positive. All right, the first one is that there's the tendency to think that things will just kind of work themselves out. Uh, and with, if you've got a serious reliance on porn and masturbation, if you've been using it for years, it's not just going to work itself out. I'm sorry. It almost never does. Uh, you know, I talk to guys. I've talked to many guys. I've worked with many guys who are 70 plus years old. Okay. And they've had this addic addiction for longer than most of the people watching this have been alive. Okay. Like it's not just going to magically work itself out. A lot of the guys I've worked with have actually been on the older end of things because usually, well, I mean, in part because they're the ones who, who can afford coaching. But other than that, like it's just at that point, they realize crap, this isn't just going to magically disappear. Like I'm not just going to magically become unaddicted to porn and masturbation. And so being too optimistic can kind of create that illusion because a lot of things in life kind of will work themselves out. This is not one that it really happens with. The other issue with being too positive is that uh, it can cause you to underestimate the effort that's going to be involved with overcoming this issue. All right. So it's kind of like when you engage in a goal, right, you have an, an expectation of how hard that thing is going to be. And if you don't properly set that expectation, then when you hit that wall of difficulty, your emotional mind is going to be like, whoa, I didn't sign up for this. You know, I thought it was going to be a you know walk in the park, but this I, I'm not interested in. Get me out of here. OK. And so in order to really make an effort down uh, you know, the path of sexual self-mastery, you got to understand it's going to be quite hard. And if you are too optimistic about it, well, then your emotional mind is going to be like, whoa, didn't sign up for this. And it's going to uh, you know disengage. It's going to make it very difficult. So like if you want to get fully bought in, you got to get serious. It's going to be hard. Don't be too positive about it because it's actually pro possibly going to be one of the hardest things you ever do in your life. 
It was for me, and it is for a lot of the people that I've seen go through this, but you know, ultimately, it's also far and away one of the, the most rewarding. So the third issue with being too positive that I see is that it actually inhibits your ability to rewire your brain, to actually have your brain learn. One of the best ways that our brain learns is from mistakes, from pain, okay? It's like, you know, if you do something and it causes you pain, well, it's gonna be hard to do that thing again without remembering that previous pain. That's just the way we're wired, all right? We're, we're designed to learn from mistakes. And a lot of people who are too positive, ultimately, they, I think they end up using their positivity to repress the negative consequences of things. And they just think, oh, I'm just being positive. I'm just reframing it, blah, blah, blah. I'm just moving on, just moving on. You know, you can't dwell on the past, blah, blah, blah. And it's like, if you do this, especially like after relapses, you never let yourself feel the shame, never let yourself look at the mistake, never let yourself learn from it, never let yourself feel bad about it. Like, then why would you avoid it? Why would you avoid it again if it's really not that big of a deal, if it doesn't really hurt you? And so this is what guys do is they just kind of, roll back at it just I'm back on the horse but they're no different and if you don't change anything then nothing's going to change all right you're just going to get keep getting the same result and often what you need to do is you need to feel the upset feel the, the disappointment and that actually creates a wiring in your brain so that the next time you're at that crossroads of do I use porn do I not your brain's like ah I remember the last time it really sucked when you did that let's go this way all right but if you don't take the time to actually create that wiring that's not going to occur and it's going to like make your process much harder and I don't even know if it's possible to do it <laughs> so uh, you can't be too positive. So what's the solution here? Well, hopefully it's obvious. You need both. You need to be both positive and negative. All right. And this is what I would call setting up your emotional push and pull. We've kind of already been doing this in the behavioral realm, um, you know, throughout the, the earlier parts of the series. It's kind of like, all right, in order to quit porn, and develop sexual self-mastery, you need to have a set of behaviors that is designed to remove the old unhelpful stuff, okay? So maybe it's tracking your streak, looking up, uh, you know, porn addiction recovery uh, material, maybe it's being on a forum, uh, maybe it's meditating and that kind of thing or whatever, like you use to, to push the bad stuff out. Well, you also need to then fill that gap because when you push stuff out, you get a hole. And so you need to pull st new stuff in that's good, right? And so the on the behavioral level, the goal is to pull in new uh, good behaviors that replaces porn, right? To, to live a fulfilling life, be, produc pre be productive, have meaningful relationships, do all that kind of stuff, right? And so we gotta do the same sort of thing on the emotional level. We got the, the negative energy, that's the push. And we gotta have that negative energy lined up to negative things, all right? We want bad things to feel bad. Because if bad things feel bad, well, it's real easy to avoid them. It's real easy to just keep them away. But the problem with an addiction or, or something like that is that it makes bad, bad things feel good, right? And so we have to work to shift that wiring. And when we get that set up properly, we can push the negative things out. And then we got to make sure that we have good feelings attached to good things, the things we really want, like that porn-free life. And so, you know, we create this push and this pull, and that's how you create real momentum, real change, and, uh, you know, you actually be transform yourself. So let's talk about this. How do you set up your positive and negative emotion to create this helpful push and pull? Well, I mean, it starts first, let's start with the negative side. And with the negative side, I think the first step is to, to have a mindset shift around negative feelings, all right? Negative feelings can be quite, quite useful okay and you got to acknowledge that they're a part of life right so for example like you know i don't pay my taxes 
out of positive emotion. I pay my taxes out of fear and worry about what will happen if I don't, okay? And by letting myself feel that fear, it actually is very productive for me. Like back when I first started um, working for myself, I didn't really know about setting aside money for taxes and that sort of thing because, you know, I, I never had to deal with that before. But, you know, after my first, you know, taxes were due and things like that, I realized, oh my gosh, I was so behind. This is such a, a pain in the butt. And, you know, I was worried about being able to even come up with the money. And it was so stressful and so unpleasant. And moving forward, that negativity came with me. And because of that, I always had it in the back of my mind when I was withdrawing money and that sort of thing. I was always setting some aside, always setting some aside because I had that fear. I had that negative drive kind of keeping me in line. And if this is on the appropriate level, this is really good. Obviously, you don't want to be up at night thinking about this kind of stuff. You, if, if, it's, if the negativity is actually neg negatively impacting you, then it's too much. All right. But if it's showing up as a reminder at the right moments and it's kind of keeping you in line, well, then that's a really good thing. Like if I'm going in for open heart surgery, all right, I want my doctor to be at least a little bit nervous. All right. Maybe not like, you know, sweating bullets or anything, but I want him to be like, ah, if I do something wrong here, something really bad happens. <laughs> I want that because negative energy is designed to give us an edge it's designed to help us be extra focused on something to be properly afraid of something is very very valuable like uh if you if you follow jordan peterson one of the, the many things that he said that's uh, struck me is that he's really worried about saying something stupid and because of that he focuses very hard on being incredibly articulate and I think that he's one of the most articulate people I've ever seen. And so I see that power in action. And that's really what we're trying to cultivate here. And so the question is, how do you do it? Well, it's, it's pretty simple, all right? So you have to understand that emotions, they're kind of like a little flame. And the way that you sort of, uh, you know, amplify or, or, you know, diminish that flame is through your awareness. Awareness is kind of like oxygen, um, for those of you who don't know, if you put oxygen on a flame, the flame increases in size, okay? So it's like, that's what you have to do. If you want to, if you need to increase your negative emotion around something, well, then you just have to give attention to the negative consequences. So in this case, it means thinking about, all right, what is the bad stuff that can happen to you if you don't quit porn, if you don't get your sexual behaviors under control? Build a picture of that. You know, what would it look like if you let yourself be consumed by these urges? What would that path in your life look like? Think about it. Where would you be in a year? Where would you be in five years? Where would you be in 20 years if you never figure this thing out? All right. And chances are that picture ugh, makes some negative emotion come up. Good. Fan that flame. <laughs> be afraid of that because that's a real possibility. It's a real possibility. If you're watching this video, then chances are that that is something that could really happen. You know, obviously, if you super catastrophize, maybe things wouldn't be that bad. But like, you know, they definitely would not be as good as they could be. And potentially they might be pretty bad. So let yourself think about that. Let yourself loathe and fear and resent the possibility of that. And that'll create kind of like a, a negative magnetic field that will repel you from the actions that that will bring. And I mean, you can even think about it in terms of the actual behavior. You can think about it in terms of what porn actually is. I mean, it's it's a nasty business. Um, it's, you know, there's there's a lot of things to detest about this whole situation. Cultivate that. And I'm not saying go crazy. I'm not saying be unreasonable. I'm not saying...
hate yourself or the people involved or anything like that. I'm just saying build up aversion to bad things. That's all. And that's a useful aversion. So once you get that, you got to set the positive frame too. And so you want to be thinking about what are the positive potential outcomes that I could receive from making this shift? You know, what's good about a sex, about sexual self-mastery? What's, what, what would that allow me to do? What kind of relationships would that allow me to build? What kind of person would that allow me to be? Okay. And, you know, there's a lot of, there's a lot to this, right? You know, go back and watch the very first episode of this series if you want some extra insight into this. But you got to, again, put your awareness on this stuff and fan those flames, get them going. And then what you're going to get is you're going to get desire, you're going to get attraction to this kind of stuff. And it's going to be like, you're going to be able to feel it, you're going to be able to feel that pull. And you're going to know that when, you know, if, if you, you're at that fork in the road, one side leads to ruin, the other side <laughs> leads to riches. And that's what you're looking to create is you're looking to create this clear compass inside of yourself. Now, the big challenge is after you do this once, maybe you, you take some time to sit down and really think about this kind of stuff. Maybe you're, you're feeling pretty clear and certain right now. The big challenge is losing this, right? Losing this frame. And that happens to a lot of guys, right? Like if you don't constantly fan these flames, you don't keep them stoked, well, they're going to go down and you're going to kind of start reverting back to your, uh, you know, habitual state, your, your homeostasis. Uh, and so if you want to overcome that, it's pretty simple. You just need to have some ritual that you engage in that will restoke these sort of emotions for you. And it can be as simple as journaling, okay? You know, it could be a process of revisiting, you know, the negative and the positive. I had, uh, you know, a client one time, and that's what he did every single morning, is he, he thought he, he reminded himself of the negative consequences, and then he reminded himself of the positive consequences. Needless to say, that guy successfully quit porn <laughs> because he kept it clear in his brain which way he was going and what was at stake. And he had his emotions centered, and from that, he was operating from his maximum power, emotionally speaking anyway. So some kind of journaling, some kind of, uh, you know, self-reflection process, maybe just like, you know, even just continuously consuming this kind of material. I try to keep a, a good mix of the positive and the negative involved, you know, joining a community, having a joining a community or having an accountability partner to kind of help you remind, uh, uh, with this kind of stuff. It's all, it's all going to work. You just need to do something on a regular basis to continuously populate your brain with the right kinds of thoughts and emotions you need. And if you do that, and then you tell yourself the truth in the moments that matter, guess what? You're going to do different things. You're going to transform. So that's what I have for you guys today. Hopefully you found this useful. Stay sharp. I'll see you in the next one. Hey, if you found this episode useful and you want to hear more, make sure you like, subscribe, and if you're tuning in on YouTube, make sure you hit that bell button to turn on notifications. But if you really like this content and you would like to join the tribe of universal men, then you need to head on over to the Universal Man Patreon page by clicking the link in the description. We call ourselves the Vanguard because we are committed to living on the front lines of life. By joining, you'll gain access to exclusive content, weekly accountability, community chat rooms, and live calls. Also, by joining the Vanguard, you become a part of my inner circle. Therefore, you get my prioritized attention. Most importantly, though, you'll be joining a crew of like-minded guys that can help support and inspire you on your journey of masculine self-mastery. So click the link below and sign up today.